0: What's going on guys? I just want to let you know that I am a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up network. If you like this show and if you're listening to this, I really hope you do. Go to giantsizeteamup.com for more shows like this one. We've got shows like Breaking the Panel. They talk about all the hot topics in comic books today. We've got Botched, a DD and d podcast. A bunch of friends get together, get trashed and go through the fifth edition of Dungeons and Dragons. We have Pokémon Go. We have Marvel Cinematic Universe. We have DC on Screen. We have booze and phasers, a show done by our lovely ladies that drink wine and talk about Star Trek. It's pretty cool, right? Uh, Many other shows. Please go there and check that out. And uh, as always, like the Blazing Defender Report. And now for your listening pleasure. The Blazing Defender Report with your host, Travis Jones what's going on everybody welcome to the blazing defender comic book review and today we'll be talking about some some great things in literature done today no you're in the wrong show man this is the blazing defender show god damn it and this is how we do it what's going on everybody Happy Friday. The work week is over. Fuck that place. You're home, hopefully for the weekend. You're not working. Um, kick back, nerd out a little bit, brothers. Uh, kick get you a beer, a nice bourbon, a Jack Daniel's Tennessee bullshit. Um, can you hear me? I guess should be my next uh my next question. Can you hear me? Are you listening to me? Can you hear me, brothers and sisters? I don't know. I don't probably have no we don't have no sisters watching today, do we? Oh uh, hey, uh for everybody that is not listening because <laughs> they can't hear me. Um yeah, man, we are live. And, uh, we are recording live. This is a podcast for all you YouTubers and you're used to like getting right into it. Yeah. this is in that show. Sorry. Uh, I don't, I don't set my show up that way and, uh, we're not going to do it that way. So yeah, man, this is what, this is how we're, this is how we roll here. So I'm waiting on the chat to fill up and it is starting to. Uh, can you hear the words that are coming out of my mouth? Gookie folking checking in. Yes. Yes. Cause that is a 16th century slang term that we should bring back. Um, yeah, my wife posted that on Facebook and I thought that was fucking great, man. Gookie funk'er, Folk, folkner, funkner, funk'er. Funker. You're a Funker, man. You smell like a Funker. I'm loving it. I love it. Monty says we can hear you. What's going on? Monte Adam Sali. Guys, welcome to the Blazing Defender Report. Uh, We're going to get started now. Now that I know that the chat can hear me. It's all I care about. This is all I do uh, is care about the chat. Marco Spitalich. Is in the chat? No, he is not a Russian mobster with that name. I, well, I don't know that motherfucker might be. He might be a Russian mobster with that name. Uh, guys, I'm doing something a little bit different today. Imagine that. Um, but I am actually recording. I'm, I'm getting. I'm trying to get the um, the iTunes back up to date. Was really focusing on this OBS stuff. I, I guess we figured it out. I don't know uh, if we did or not. We're we're gonna try. But uh, I got a great show for you today. We're gonna head into Crazy Speculation Town today uh, with Avengers Four. Now, hold on—not Infinity War that comes out the end of the month. We've we're still gonna speculate on that. I'm talking about the next movie, 2019 Avengers Four. But it may give us some uh, perspective. On what's gonna go on in Infinity War? It's just fun to do that kind of stuff, man. So we're just gonna do it, um, and then we're gonna talk about this secret cameo that they did for Deadpool Two last month. Uh, about four weeks ago, they closed down the set for two hours to film a secret cameo. Now the film is shot. The film is getting great reviews already. Uh, for the it's called uh, the met the, the meta scoring, the metric scoring. And a lot of studios use this to see if they need to do reshoots or change things going forward. We're going to get into that. Uh, but I want to talk to you about something really, really fast. Collector Zone, guys. Collector Zone Cantina on Facebook. If you're a collector of, like, Funko Pops, uh, imagine that, like me. And, like, other crazy shit. Mezco, which I got my Captain America. Look, I got my Captain America Mezco right here. Yeah, check him out. Yo, 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 yo. Yes, the bearded Captain America. Y'all don't know nothing about that dog. That's just called custom, yo. That's a custom as coat. Uh, yeah, I love him. He's dope. But yeah, you can get all these really cool figures at, at Collector's Own Collector's Zone Cantina. It's a it's a group for collectors, guys. Uh, they're always sharing stuff, finding, telling you where they found things and everything. It's really really cool. Check it out. Marcos is uh the the head dog at collector zone. So he's in the chat. That's always cool to have celebrities, Russian mob slash entrepreneur. I like it. Uh, and another thing, if you live in the Louisville, Kentucky area, the zone, the zone comic shop, they've got a new location. It's fantastic. This place. It's beautiful. It's, it's exactly what a comic shop look like. I tell you what it looks like. It looks like Stuart's shop from the big bang theory. Yeah, that's what it looks like. He's got collectibles everywhere. Great comic books. Big sale this Saturday. 50% off books. 20% off premium books. And that's like old Silver Age stuff. It's just a beautiful store. If you're in the Louisville area, check it out. It's the Zone Comic Shop. Uh, Guys, if you want to help me out, patreon.com forward slash Blazing Defender. I really appreciate it. The YouTube is up to date. If you want to go back and watch my shitty videos, you can go on YouTube or you can go on Facebook, whatever you want to do. And also, I want to thank everybody for the birthday wishes. I had a birthday March 29th, uh, it was very, 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 very cool. Everybody reaching out to me, uh, fans of the show to just people I haven't talked to in a long time it was really, really cool. And I want to give a big shout out to Big Sam, my co host on the Meatheads on Movies. We're bringing the Meatheads back for Infinity War, guys. Just, just. A little uh, trailer for you. Heads on Movies will be back for Infinity War. But Big Sam got me this. It is an Infinity Gauntlet. Yep, yep. And... oh, ah, the Blazing Defender ruled the universe. You're damn right. And not only does it light up and do cool shit, it does this. It gave you the finger. Ah, oh, they don't say "fuck you, motherfuckers." Yeah, really, really cool shit, right? And then you can put it in display mode, which you lock that down. Oh, and then you can you can stand him up. So it's really really cool. I love it. So thank you, Big Sam. You are the best friend of all time. Uh, great great gift, and because. I don't want to break it. Uh, we're putting up the, the other one, the comic, Infinity Gauntlet. I also got that for my birthday. Me and my wife went to IndyCon this past weekend? Yes, this past weekend. And we went on Friday. It was fantastic. We had a great, great time. Uh, met some really cool people. Some stuff that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work out. Coming up, uh, I think you guys will really enjoy it. I need to see if it's going to work out the way I want it to work out first. I'll let you know, but really good things. Very nice networking. I got to talk to Peter David again, if you guys remember him. He was the guy that uh, I interviewed in Dragon Con last year, the writer on The Incredible Hulk, the guy who writes Star Trek screenplays for Hollywood, just an overall legend in, in the comic book industry. And, uh, yeah, man, so that was a great time. My wife very seldom gets to go with me, so I'm really. it was really cool that she got to go. Uh, yeah, man, so, all right, enough of what I like to do all the time. Just let you know, man, I'm about it, about it, right? I'm about it, about it. Um, this is the journey into speculation town. Okay, what's up, Andrew? What's up, Eddie? Uh, some guys joining the chat. Uh, if you're on iTunes listening, just to let you know, the live show can be a lot of fun. You know, I don't even have my headphones on. Maybe that's why I didn't know if anybody could fucking hear me. Rookie! What kind of show are we listening to? Yeah, that's much, much better. Actually, I need to turn my shit up a little bit. All right. Micah, check. Mike check a record. All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they don't call me the Chuck D of comic book podcasting for nothing, guys. And that's actual fact. Someone left that on an iTunes uh, review for me, which is like the greatest compliment of all time. So it was really, really cool. Uh, but yeah, so we're going down to speculation town. Avengers four. All right. There's been some stuff a leak. Now I would say this is spoiler territory, but that would, that would mean I would have to be right <laughs> or, these sources that, uh, that, that I'm uh, referencing, which is the Nerdist, Collider, a lot of these guys. Now, anybody can sit up here and regurge shit. Yeah, cool people say regurge. means regurgitate for all you laymen. Um, but yeah, it's I, anybody can do that. What I'm going to do is I'm going to regurge, and then I'm going to pick through the regurge and pick out the chunky parts uh, and add a little regurge to myself. So. Uh, yeah, it's confirmed that we're going to see scenes in Avengers four from the 70s or I'm sorry, the late 60s and possibly the 40s. And we've already have set pics of Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Thor, Loki, and they're all wearing the same stuff that they wore in Avengers one. Uh, Tony's got the Black Sabbath shirt. Cap's wearing the first Avengers Captain Marvel, or I'm sorry, Captain America uniform. Thor's rocking the long locks. Uh, Loki was pictured with that weird SNL mouth guard that he had on at the end of Avengers 1 when they're taking him back to Asgard after the movie was over. So we are definitely, definitely, and it's not just like they could reach, like this is, these are scenes that had to be reshot. They're not just re redoing scenes. Like they could just put in the scene from their first Avengers if it was going to be like a flashback like that. They're reshooting stuff for a reason. So time travel, right? And we know it's possible because of the Doctor Strange movie. He did it. He beat uh, Dormammu like that. So Haley Atwell has also tweeted that she is coming back to the MCU. Haley Atwell, Agent Carter. Uh, she's coming back to the MCU, so that's the reason I say there could possibly be some uh, some some Captain America shit go down in the past. Okay, uh, let's see. Yeah, the, the, those scenes where the guys were wearing their stuff was shot in a battle, like a battlefield in a city, a la New York when the event happened in Avengers. Now, also in these shots, Iron Man and Cat both have this odd-looking pendant on their hand. Uh, now, you say, a pendant, huh? What does that mean, Blazing Defender? Well, I'm going to tell you. The pendant could mean it's it, they're controlling the time gem somehow. Okay? Now, this is the reason that I say that, uh, yes, I want to be real quick. When Mark uh, Marcos just said in the chat, keep in mind he was totally wrong for The Last Jedi. Yes. Yes. I every I did a whole hour show on possible plot lines, and none of them happened. Now, if my movie got made, we'd all have been a lot happier, okay? That's the reason everybody's so goddamn pissed off, because my movie didn't get made. Hollywood, take a note. Uh, but yes, no, he is true. That is true. Uh, Now, back to the Avengers. All right, they've got these talismans on their hand. Now, possibly they're controlling their journey into time. Maybe. Okay? There's a comic book that's coming back this year that's called The Exiles. And I'm really bummed that Casey Strolls isn't in the chat because, like, this is one of his favorite titles of all time. And it was about heroes from different dimensions – that went through the time stream averting catastrophes. Really, really cool. And what was cool about it is the team changed all the time. Like, people would get killed, and the Talisman, which is what I think Iron Man and Cap have, and probably some other Avengers that they're traveling through time, they have this on their on their hand, and it it takes them to where they need to go. Now, I'm not saying this is what Avengers 4 is going to be. I'm saying... They're, it's weird that Tony and Kat both have this watch looking thing that's across their hand. Okay, I should have got a pick of it, but I didn't. Now, yes, Marco says, I think everyone dies. Yes, they could die. And that's the reason maybe one Avenger escapes Thanos through time and is trying to arrange events in the past so they can beat Thanos when he comes to Earth looking for the gems. I don't know. That, that, that's another possible theory, too. Uh, all really, really cool, right? I just don't think that the Exiles coming back from years of non, non-circulation to coming back now, I just think it makes sense. All right, and Kevin Feige has said Infinity War has a sense of climax, if not a conclusion. And what comes after Avengers 4 will be very, very different. Okay, now we also know that we're going cosmic, right? With Captain Marvel coming into the mix. But you still got street players like uh, Black Panther and Spider-Man in the mix. So maybe not totally to the stars yet. So it's very, very curious on what's going on. Uh, Feige also told Cineblend that the very title... Of Avengers four is spoiler material. That's the reason it says like if you look it up on IMDb, it says Avengers Untitled because they can't give the title yet till Infinity War comes out because the very name of this movie itself lends to what could possibly happen in the end of Infinity War. Right, pretty cool. Um. Yeah, Tony's wearing the Black Sabbath, blah, blah, blah. Nerdist News theorizes a few heroes will jump into the time train to escape Thanos and then find out, blah, blah, blah. I'm doing the changes in the course of the... F- yeah, so anytime you change the past, it changes the future, right? Has anyone seen seen Flash on CW and the Flashpoint, the, the Flashpoint uh, timeline? Or as we call it, uh, yeah, in the comic books it was called Flashpoint as well. So, yeah, really, really interesting stuff. And uh, when you see these set pictures, it makes you wonder. Now, everybody's wanting to know where the favorite Purple Archer has been. Okay? People have even made um, fucking posters like this one right here with Hawkeye in the middle and Hawkeye shooting arrows everywhere. So, in the interviews that Hawkeye has done, there was one... With, I don't know who it was. Uh, It was on YouTube. His very words were, they were like, so do you know what you're doing in Infinity War? And he was like, yeah, I know what I'm doing. And they're like, well, what is it? He was like, I can't tell you anything that I'm doing because everything that I'm doing is a spoiler. Is Hawkeye the guy that gets sent back in time? Maybe somewhere in Infinity War. And we don't see a lot of him until Avengers 4. I don't know. Uh, we know he's in Infinity War, but we don't know what his role is. So there's a lot of stuff, man. You could, I mean, fuck, man. We could speculate on this shit all day, right? Uh, but yeah, that's. I mean, that's part of the fun of it, dude. Come on, that's part of the fun. And then everybody can go, oh, well, Travis was wrong on everything he said. Yes. And let me... Don't don't get me wrong. I this was not like I didn't think of all this. Uh, now this is the reason I, I we're obviously going back in time, but I think Thanos gets the time stone. Uh, I think Thanos gets the time stone because of the shot where uh, Tony Wong, which is the greatest name ever, and uh, Doctor Strange are all in a shot in the trailer, and everybody is frozen but Tony, and Tony's like, I think he might even like take his glasses off, or he's like looking at something, he's moving, no one else is, I think someone already had the time stone, now was it Thanos, I'm just trying to think of who could operate the time stone other than Doctor Strange not many people, right that's what leads me to believe that Thanos gets that, and I don't think Thanos just has two gems when he comes to Earth. I think he has many more gems. He may already have the soul gem. Everybody's making a big deal about the soul gem. I still think Heimdall has it. We know that Thanos uh attacks Thor and Loki and the rest of the Asgardians and himdall on their spaceship before he comes to Earth. He might get the soul gem there. We might Hymdall might be our first hero. To bite the big one. We'll find out. Okay. Enough of that. So, really, really cool. Um, Marcos says, gets Magnetos to join them, bring the X-Men back, and Magneto rips Thanos in half. Very funny that you think Magneto could rip Thanos in half. What's even funnier is, you may be closer to what's going on than you know Marcos. Huh? right, Stay with me. Deadpool 2 secret cameo. Okay? Deadpool... Uh, test audiences have already seen it. They're giving Deadpool a whopping 98 out of 100 metric score. Now, you go that well I mean shit. Yeah, of course it's Deadpool 2. Now, for context, for context, Deadpool 1 had a metric score of 91 out of 100. Test audiences are saying they like this one better than the first one. Hard, hard, hard to believe. Uh, in my book. Okay. I don't, I, I'm not sure I'm buying that shit whatsoever. All right. My infinity gauntlet is grabbing my leg and no, no Thanos. Okay. So uh, this cameo now, why is it a big deal? It's not a big deal really, but it's cool to speculate. They know, or I'm sorry, Deadpool two is doing well. So why are they having reshoots? Four weeks ago, they did several reshoots. Now, the producers said Cable and Domino have tested really well in audiences, and they want to give the fans more of those two. Huh. Oh, fucking awesome. Cool. Okay, it's not like the Justice League reshoots, thank God. So, with that being said, they still closed the set for two hours while they... They shot scenes they wanted nobody to see, and they said it was for a secret cameo. Now, who who could a secret cameo be? Let's go to speculation town. All right, while we're in speculation town, we're gonna say Gambit is a pretty good odds-on choice, being that he is a uh, he's a Fox property. And maybe the movie will ever see the light of day. Maybe they're hoping with a cameo in Deadpool 2, that will excite fans to get them out to see Gambit or to get the ball rolling on the studio to say, hey, pay somebody some money and help them stay on a project and we can get this Gambit movie made. Maybe. We'll find out. Now, what about Professor X or Wolverine, Old Man Logan? Now, but hold on. Before you go, they're dead, dumbass. Right. They are. But while Deadpool 2 is going on, Wolverine, Old Man Logan was set very far in the future. Okay? So, theoretically, they could be seen in Deadpool 2. All right? Would be pretty cool, right? This is the funniest one. And I think this is my odds-on favorite. It's not going to be Wolverine. But it will be Hugh Jackman. And this is why. You know how Deadpool loves to break the fourth wall. I think maybe the secret cameo will be Hugh Jackman. He's already established as a person in Deadpool 1 where he had the mask or the the pick, the cut out of the magazine stapled to his face toward the end. So it could be Hugh Jackman. Because that would be funny as shit. It's not Wolverine per se. But it is Hugh Jackman, uh, the guy who plays Wolverine, so that would be that would be funny, and it would be in line with a Deadpool movie, right? Now this is the biggest one, and then I get back to what Marco said. It's a Disney Marvel character. Now hear me out, hear me out for the for the poo starts flying at the screen. Okay, hear me out oh yeah and I meant to change this too let's uh let's get that off there and let's put this up there because this is dope yeah cable yeah it looks good all right now Disney Marvel character hear me out hear me out this this acquisition of of Sony and Fox is is almost done okay the buyout is is as as good as done what better way? To start to merge universes. Then whoever leaves the time stream. In Infinity War. Ends up in Deadpool 2. And as someone just said in chat. Spider-Man says. We need some help. How awesome would that be. To see fucking Spider-Man. Or Doctor Strange end up at the end of Deadpool 2 because look, Cable's time traveling, we've got the time stone in Avengers Infinity War, Avengers 4 is going to be time travel perfect opera fucking tunity I can be a producer after some of the shit movie, after the Fantastic Four movie's been made I could definitely be a producer in Hollywood. all right. I already made a better Star Wars movie than Ryan Johnson did so maybe I could direct shit too. Okay uh, Marco said that would be a tombstone to anything DC once or ever will do. I mean you'd have fans' as heads exploding. I mean it would be like that scene in um oh uh shit the movie about the spy or uh, the Kingsman. When everybody's at the end of the movie, when everybody's head starts blowing off. Uh, It'd be just like that scene in The Kingsman. Yeah, really cool. Will it happen? Fuck no. That's not going to happen, you guys, because it would be the greatest fucking thing this world has ever seen. Ever seen. I mean, we thought the Tommy Lee, Pamela Anderson sex tape was the, the greatest thing we'd ever seen. This would be the greatest scene ever if, A Marvel character ended up at the end of Deadpool 2. So, yeah, that would be the greatest thing of all time. Really, really cool. Uh, But what do you guys think? Uh, Do my little Jessica Chobot imitation there. Uh, Yeah, I seen it up there a minute ago. Someone asked me about uh, Captain America. Yeah, this is now. This is my theory. This is uh, when I was talking about when I said regurge, like a lot of a lot of I regurge what a lot of people say. This is me putting my own chunky bit in the regurge. Uh, that's like what cool people call regurgitate. Um, regurgitate means throw up, Andrew, just because I know you're looking it up and that means throw up. So, this is my theory on cap. Now that we know we got all this time travel, right? All right, hear me out. Haley Atwell is going to be in the movie, so we're going to get. A first Avenger flashback time travel reshoot scene. Okay. What if Cap doesn't die by Thanos or the Black Order? It'd have to be Thanos that kills him. Black Order can't kill him. Okay. What if in the new timeline, the Marvel flashpoint, Bucky lives? And Cap dies, Steve Rogers dies, and Bucky takes the mantle of Captain America in World War One, and he's frozen and he comes back as an Avenger. What? I'm just saying. Cap dies then, saving his best friend, Bucky Bartholomew Barnes. And Bucky carrying on the Captain America tradition, the Steve Rogers tradition, because he owes him his life. That's my regurg, motherfuckers. That's how I'd bring it. All right. That's comic book fan shit right there. Yes. I'm just saying, I don't know. Uh, but when they start talking about time travel. Yes. Uh, thank you, Jason. World War II. Thank you. Uh, when I start when I start thinking about time travel, the fucking possibilities are endless. But well, a lot of these characters' contracts are up. So what better way? I mean, what kind of scene could they recreate on the train, with you know Buck is you know hanging on and Cap's like hang on Buck, and he goes to grab him and like to throw him back up on the train. He's got to like force himself out of the train and remember me i don't know uh like i said dog i could be a producer uh so anyway that's my that's my crazy fan theory on on that Prob again will never happen but uh it could i don't know we'll see all right uh yes jason jones crack is a hell of a drug and so are monsters at 5 30 p.m in the afternoon. All right, guys, uh, that's my crazy fan theories. What do you think? Um, let me know in the chat as I'm going through the comic book reviews. I'll try if I see something cool. Uh, not you, Andrew. I will I will try to pick it out. Comic book reviews. Um, all right, man, it's a Batman week. Oh, shit. Huge shock. Huge shock. Um, real quick before I get to that, because Jason Moran says, wouldn't that predate him becoming a super soldier? Uh, not him saving Buck. He was Cap then. He was Cap. He went to save Bucky. Okay. And I see what you're saying. I, I think what you're asking is how would Bucky be, be a super soldier then? Well, you would have Haley Atwell, uh, that would help him. And maybe try, well, we already know Zola did something, right? Maybe Bucky finds where Zola's doing his experiments at, and Bucky gets the formula, injects himself, thinking, what the hell? Uh, and something happens to him. But we already know Bucky, Bucky had some type of experimentation done on him. It wasn't the true super soldier serum, but they experimented on him. Uh, and we really honestly don't know what they did. We know Bucky's got a crazy metal arm and Gary get a better one with uh Wakandan vibranium in it, but we don't really know what they did to him. Um, he's not Steve, Steve Rogers really, but he's a pretty bad motherfucker, right? I think we can all agree to that. Like I love Bucky. So they could write it. They, they, they could definitely write it. Um, yeah, Dr. Erskine, the guy that created the Super Soldier system, he died and it pretty much died with him. And what's cool is, I'm really getting off track, but this is a good question. What's cool is about the Marvel Universe is even Wolverine, like people say Wolverine's part of the Weapon X program. That's true and it's not. He was Weapon 10. The Super Soldier serum, Captain Rogers was Weapon number one and everybody has been trying to recreate this Phantomax, the siren uh, uh there's been oh deadpool deadpool was in the comic books a they they try to recreate the super soldier ceremony and that's what created deadpool i don't know what weapon deadpool was jason jason jones may know he's my resident deadpool authority here So yeah, so yeah, so then they could write it, okay, they could, they could write that in somehow. So yeah, but uh, I get it, you know, um, yeah, Bucky, I mean, come on, we all know Bucky Gary get the mantle, but how is he going to get the mantle is kind of the question right now. All right, again, guys, comic books on review. It's a, it's a fucking Batman week, big shock right now. For all I don't know, I don't think he's in the chat, but there was a guy last week. I had all Marvel books. I had one image book, which is, you know, okay. It's not DC. I had no DC books, and he was like, man, I have some DC books next week. Well, I got a bunch of DC books this week, and it's a Batman week. Um, yeah, because Deathstroke 30 is Batman versus Deathstroke number one. And I'm going to save that till till a little bit later. But we're going to start with Batman White Knight number seven. And I need to find it because it's a beautiful cover. Oh, no, bitch. Why can't I see it? There it is. It's so cool. Sean Murphy. Sean Murphy is the artist and writer on this. And he's one of the best in the business, guys. And that's what's made this series really, really fantastic. All right. Uh, Really quick. Batman White Knight, number seven. That is Sean Murphy's Joker, which is Jack Napier. Now, this Batman series is kind of like an alternate series. It doesn't take place in our current DC Universe, not Rebirth. Okay, so it's kind of like an Elseworlds is what DC calls their what-if books. Uh, It's kind of like an Elseworlds story, but it's still really good. Jack Napier, if you remember that name, Jack Napier is the Batman from the very first Tim Burton movie, the Michael Keaton Batman movie. Jack Napier was the name of the Joker. That is the Joker here. Napier has been on these pills that has suppressed the... Maniac, murderous Joker persona. The Pills has allowed him to become Gotham's White Knight. Like, the guy that's going to bring Gotham some balance. Going to bring Gotham back to the glory days. Batman has been made out to be this villain because he destroys the city. The government, the city government has kind of hushed it up by doing some illegal shit. Uh, So, really, really cool stuff. Well, Harley Quinn has become Neo-Joker. She wants her pudding back. She's held Gotham ransom. She has froze the entire city with Dr. Freeze technology. Napier, who's losing control, he figures out he's only got one play, and that's to get Batman. Now, Batman's in jail. He's been arrested. As you can see here, he is arrested and in jail uh, because of Things that he's done. So, uh, and I'm going to give you a shot here. This is Neo Joker, which is this Harley Quinn or one of the Harley Quinns, I should say. I don't want to confuse you. Too late, right? Yeah, I get it. Uh, This is where he has already let Batman out. And this is just a classic, a great example of Sean Murphy art. Jack Napier and the good Harley go to talk to Neo Joker. And as you can see, she's got all the Batman rogues um, beside her. I mean, uh, the Riddler, uh, Toymaker, Bane, uh, Scarecrow, Croc. I mean, Ivy. She's got all these people under her control, working for her because they all believe in her vision. So really, really, really cool stuff, right? Uh, and it's just beautiful. I mean, Sean Murphy's artwork is just is just it's fantastic. It's, it's gorgeous. Uh, so what they do is Napier comes up with a plan. Like she wants the Joker back. I'll give her the Joker back. I've got to let Batman out to do this. And, and there's a great scene where Batman is talking to... Um, Barbara and Dick Grayson which is Nightwing and Batgirl and he's basically telling them I've, I fucked up I fucked up trying to protect Gotham I did what I thought was right by you know by doing what I did there, there's got to be a better way Napier has showed me that but he's still the fucking Joker and he's still crazy and I'm still going to take him down so she's like well why don't you break out and he's like because I've already seen how this plays out He's going to come let me out because he's Batman. He's still four steps ahead of everybody. So, and that's exactly what happens. So now we're getting this, this huge, uh, you know, the the Gotham PDs in on it and everything. Um, I thought I had a pick, another pick here. It was a really good one. Ah, motherfucker. I don't have it. Okay. Um, yeah, there was a pick of. Batman with all the Batmobiles and like he's got all these Batmobiles and all these cops are getting in these Batmobiles. They got a plan and they're going to give him the Joker. But Batman makes Napier promise that he's going to do time for all the people who killed his Joker. And Napier's like, yes, because Napier is slowly losing control. And the very last page is really, really good. This series kind of slowed for me a little bit. I'm not going to lie. The last two but we're getting into the final act now, the third act, and it's looking really, really, really good. Um, so yeah, uh, Batman, or I'm sorry, yeah, Batman White Knight number seven. I give it an eight five, man. Just really, really, really good shit. Um, I mean, it's it's Batman, and it's Sean Murphy, and you really just can't you can't lose there. So yeah, check that out. All right, our next book on the block is. Um, something that I'm really going to have trouble selling on this show now, um, Batman 44 written by Tom King, uh, Joel, Joe, Jan- Jolie jo Jansen is the artist. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Jolie Jones is the artist fan fucking tastic, fantastic artist. And I'm going to show you why here in a sec, but this is what I want to tell you. All right. Batman is marrying Catwoman. It's happening. They're engaged. It's going to happen. Just write it down. It's happening. Everybody was like, oh, it won't happen. It won't happen. It's happening, guys. This issue is her going out to find a dress. Now, if you're a married guy, you know it's all about the dress for the lady. Catwoman is no different. Selena Kyle is no different. But what's great about this issue is how she does it. She's Catwoman. She's a thief. It's what she does. She don't have to thieve. She likes to thieve. She breaks into this upscale bridal store. Uh, it's so cool how she does it. She, blow, she blows up the floor. She gets in. She takes her clothes off or takes her Catwoman outfit out off, I should say. And she starts trying on dresses and everything. And meanwhile, you're getting flashbacks of Batman and Catwoman's history. They got a ton of history, a ton of years and years of sexual tension. Batwoman, or I'm sorry, Batman going to take her down, and then he finds himself not able to do it, or Catwoman um, outwitting Batman. You know, Batman lets her outsmart him, which is, I thought, really, really cool, Uh but, you know, it's it, you You think, oh, it's about a chick getting a dress. Man, that's gay. No, it, it's really cool because it's made me like Catwoman better. And what's cool is she's trying on all these dresses, trying on all these dresses. Oh, here, here it is. I'll show you. This is what was really cool. I'm like, yeah, I dig, I dig this chick. She's all right. She's for my bats. All right. She's trying on these dresses, trying on these dresses. She don't like any of them. She's got this look on her face like, God, this sucks. Well, you know, most bridal places they have booze. She goes and finds refrigerator, pops some bubbly, starts drinking right out the bottle, and you can see the mess of dresses that she's tried on. Okay, uh, and you know, you know, Jolie Jones doesn't doesn't draw too bad of a catwoman either, if I must say. So, really, really cool stuff. Uh, and at the end, she does find a dress, and I gotta say, it's perfect. Uh, it's not where I have seen it going, and that's the reason this book works. Tom King is constantly finding new ways to reinvent how comic book stories are told, and I don't—I hate what he's doing in Mister Miracle, and I know I get bashed for that, and that's cool. You can like if you like it, great. I, I'm glad you like it. Um, I just feel like he's messed up on Mister Miracle. Whereas most of the time he takes a swing for the fence, he hits it. This is a great comic. And if you'd have told me there's a Batman comic about Catwoman finding a wedding dress, I'd have been like, you could fucking keep it, bro. I don't want it. You wipe your ass with it because that's probably all it's good for. This just goes to show you that it's, it's, this is great, great writing. And even in the comments, because I actually read this online before it came out. And the comments are like, I can't wait till Tom King gets off this book. Hey, Maybe he ain't for everybody. I really... I've been reading comic books for 30, 40, almost 40 years. So, I really appreciate the stories that Tom King has given me in this whole Batman, Catwoman, uh, getting married thing. Uh, but great story, great art. I give it a nine. Uh, you just... Single issues, man. Single issues are really, really hard to, to make. And, like, if you knew nothing about the story up till now... He gives you their history. You can tell they're in love or they want to be together. Uh it's a very conflicting relationship. Aren't most marriages. Um, and in this, you just just really, really, really cool story. What I wonder about is how Tom King knew how to how how like like I I think a woman, a chick, could read this comic and be like, this is really good. He gets it. So yeah. Kudos to Tom King. It was fantastic. Um, All right. Now, before I get to my pick of the week, um, we're going to do Xerxes. Now, if you've heard that name before, and you know what? I'm going to show you the cover, and I don't know why it printed out or why it gave me that. But every every cover I printed out, that's what the cover looks like. It's just longer. Uh, I don't know. It's weird. Uh, But this is Xerxes, okay? And I'm actually going to pull it out right here. Yeah, as you can see, I mean, that's what, that's where the cover looks. (laughs) So it's Xerxes, the fall of the house of Darius and the rise of Alexander. All right. And this, this is the, the, what makes this book, uh, the reason I knew I had to review it, it's Frank Miller. And for comic book fans, Frank Miller is, uh, he's a rock star. Okay. Like him or not like him, he's a rock star. So when he does something, he hasn't done anything in a long time. You've got to kind of, you got to kind of give it props. Okay. Now this is about the Athenians. This is the war at marathon. Okay. The Athenians are fighting alongside the Spartans. They're fighting the Persian army. All right. It's a big battle. Okay. It's really, really cool. If you like Frank Miller's art, you're really, really going to dig this issue. And I'm going to show this page. Uh, it doesn't fit quite my panel, but you're going to get the you're going to get the idea. This fucker right here is nuts. I don't know who he is, but he's crazy. He's obviously one of the Athenian like one of the Athenian great warriors. He makes these crazy weapons, and they talked about how he was sharpening it all night. And you can see he does damage, son. So yeah, there's a lot of violence in this. Uh, really, really cool stuff. If you like Frank Miller, you gotta get it. Um, and if you like, like the whole 300 series, uh, that Frank Miller did, I I mean, this is kind of the the sequel to that. There's five, uh, issues. This is the bad thing guys. They're four 99, they're five bucks and there's not a whole lot of pages, but the pages are beautifully drawn by Frank Miller. I think it's worth it. That's the reason I give it an eight. I think it was uh it's well worth the money. I'm a big Frank Miller fan. Like I said, like him or not, he's a rock star and you gotta kind of give him his props. You don't have to buy his books, but you gotta give him his props. All right. Uh what's next on the old block here? You'd think I'd be better prepared, but I'm not. All right, let's go ahead and get it, get it done. Uh, you know what? Yeah, we're going to go ahead and get it done because the other... Like I said, there's other books that I review on on Anchor. Um, I review the good shit here, all right? And I, I'm going to tell you about some of the duds here in a second. All right, well, let me tell you about the duds before I get to pick of the week. That makes sense, right? All right, some of the duds are... Um, Fuck Fairyland, I have not read yet, sorry. Uh, the, the, the dud I want to talk about is... Uh, Avengers (laughs) I'm so glad Casey's not in the chat because he'd be freaking out right now Avengers 687 and why it's a dud is 687 Avengers No Surrender Part 13 this book is coming out once a week Uh, it's kind of a contest of champions Black Order, Lethal Legion Voyager who exactly Uh, there's a lot going on and it's really really been good it really, really has. And for, for 13 weeks in a row, this book has been very, very good. And that's what's so crazy about it is it comes out once a week. And it's like, how is this book good? It, typically, books that come out weekly are not that good because they start to get watered down. All right. I have no idea how many parts this No Surrender storyline is. But this one really hit a wall. Uh, it's basically the story of Voyager. Now the Avengers find out that she was a plant in their minds. The games master, or I'm sorry, the grandmaster was cheating with his daughter who he gave these abilities. She kind of swindled all the Avengers. The Avengers are now figuring that out. But she's like... The Avengers, their loyalty and and honor and strength have swayed her to where she betrayed her dad, which I don't think she was much of a daddy's girl anyway. But, um, so yeah, there's a lot of that going on. They talk about the elders again. And, you know, we got a big finale, a big final page last time uh, where the Challenger did something and you're like, holy shit, he can do that? And we didn't even get much much resolution on that, this issue. Uh, but the challenger is in Earth. He's he's come to Earth now because he wants to claim his prize. He feels like he was swindled by the Grandmaster. He's the winner. Earth is the prize. So uh, hopefully Part 14 will be better. But, I mean, I would give this book a five. If you're vested into the story, you got to keep reading. But for a single issue, it's just not very good. Uh, all right. Now I have not read I Hate Fairyland yet, but I will, and I'll get it next week. Yeah. Um. uh Jason Jones, I, this this is why a or, or reason I love the, the the live chat. Jason Jones said, "Did we read the same comic, Banner and Jarvis?" Yeah, that was. I mean, that that was cool, but I mean. I didn't like how Banner reverted back. Okay. Uh let me see here. Uh he's already reverted back, didn't he? Yeah. They already got him back. I didn't like how he did that. Uh and that and, and that and that was that was a cool moment. It was cool dialogue. But uh I mean it's two pages. I mean, it's literally two pages. Maybe is it two pages even? I don't think it was. Maybe it was three pages. Uh, okay yeah it starts maybe four pages yeah it's four pages um it was good and and, and i have to say it, it was the best part of the book just wasn't that memorable to me man um you know like i said i thought this was a lot of filler and i just i didn't i didn't i didn't dig the story like i have been digging it uh, it's been great story, great action. The artwork's still great. The writing is still good. Don't get me wrong. Just didn't do it for me this week. But I'm I'm all in on this series. I'm all in uh, on The Avengers No Surrender. I think it's been great. Uh, but this is the one that, you know, in a five isn't awful, it's just not great. It's average. And, you know, that's, a, that's an average book at best. So, all right. And uh, so I'm going to go ahead and get my pick of the week. It's the Blazing Defender Report. Pick of the week. Uh, big shock on what this is going to be, uh, but it was fucking good, man. So good. I can't wait to tell you about it. All right. Deathstroke. Uh, Chris Priest, the writer on Deathstroke. If you that name sounds familiar, it should be. He is, to me, one of the best writers of the Black Panther ever. Like His stories of Black Panther are, to me, the best. Uh, I I like his writing style now I I will tell you he made Slade like uh, religious for a little bit and that's the reason I got off this book but you guys know that watched the show when he first started on Deathstroke I was really really into it and he had a a storyline where Deathstroke had to go to Gotham and Batman was well aware that Deathstroke was in Gotham and it was just so cool their interaction with each other, the feints and the misdirections that they try to outsmart each other. It was fantastic. This is, you know, why they decided to battle them off against each other. I don't know. I don't care. I'm fucking all for it. So what this comes down to is Damien's, that that is Bruce's son, Damien Wayne or Damien Al Ghul is uh, is the is, He is the son of Bruce Wayne and Talia Al Ghul. His DNA has come into question. And I, n- not so much his DNA, but the father's DNA. So Destro kind of sends this oh uh, spy school note to Batman, which he says he didn't do. But that's the thing with these two. They're constantly lying to each other. Like they're trying to outsmart the other one, and they don't give them all all the all the goods. Now this was this was the best part. Okay, after all the feints, and they finally end up connecting. Like Bruce wants to talk to him. Fucking, he basically tells him, like, "Look, dude, I'm not, I'm not. A, you, you know, you're supposed to be the genius. Two people are fucking with us, trying to put us on a collision course. I am not." his dad but he also says he's slept around a lot and talia was a long time ago so he's hit talia too <laughs> slade man i love slade wilson and these two man uh, you want to talk about an, an unstoppable force versus an immovable object Th- these are great so basically batman tells him well you know what you're done, Slade. You're done until I say you're not done. Until I feel like it's it's over. You know, like this this, this is over. And then Deathstroke tells him right here, I let you. I let you do what you do. If I want to kill Damien, I'll kill Damien. Like, I do what I do. If I got a contract, you can't stop me. I to dictate the terms not you so basically Slade just talked a ton of shit to the dark knight now i believe this is uh seven parts or six parts i can't wait like this was a good good story now as a single issue i gave it an eight five okay i I know like let's see what was nine batman 44 was a nine that should be my pick of the week right Alright, that was a single issue, it was a nine. This is my pick of the week because I'm I'm vested in this story. Kind of like the Avengers No Surrender. I'm vested in this story now. This first issue, you got Slade Wilson talking shit to the Dark Knight. I'll kill Damien if I if I want to. You got no say in it. You're shutting me down. I let you fight crime. I'm like, oh my God, no one does that to Batman. So now this is Destro's book, mind you. So, but we all know how this is going to turn out, but I can't wait. The The feints and the misdirections, I've already said that about in the beginning of this book, where them just trying to meet up and face one another was fantastic. It's just really, really good, man. I love Chris Priest's writing. So I, I'm stoked, man. I'm so stoked for this, and I hope you are too. Uh, but yeah, what shit? I done forgot what what number it was. Yeah. Um, Here it is, Deathstroke thirty, yeah. So Deathstroke thirty, Batman versus Deathstroke part one. Man, really, really, really good shit, guys. Uh, The cat and mouse game is just is just getting started. So really, really, really cool stuff. So I hope you dig that, man. And um, yeah, check it out. Check me out on Anchor. Um, Check me out on Anchor. Uh, I review I review the Avengers book further on that. Um, I also do Star Wars, and I do The Walking Dead, and X Men, Asashi X Men, which X Men, Asashi X Men was actually pretty good. It's been my favorite X Men book. And now, granted, guys, all this is about to change. They're about to reboot kind of everything, uh, which I'm ready for, honestly. So I hope they do it soon. Um, but yeah, so. That's all I have for the comic book reviews, guys. Um, again, check it out on Anchor. I do a lot more. As soon as I read them, I give you my first impressions. Now, sometimes my that, after I read it a second time, my impression changes drastically. But you can get a lot from the first impression. Um, but yeah. So, what did you guys think? Did you read Deathstroke? Did you read Batman 44? I know Jason said the ending was so great. So, uh, he obviously read Batman 44. Um, But, yeah, man, we've got all kinds of stuff going on. We've got Infinity War coming up, guys. We've got Deadpool 2. Holy crap, man. It's going to be fucking huge coming up. And I can't wait. I'm so excited. Um, Also, if you like shows like this, comic books, Dungeons & Dragons, Pokemon, toys, Go to thegiantsizedteamupnetwork.com. We've got all kinds of great shows on that network. Uh, Botched is a DD and d podcast. It's like one of my favorite podcasts I listen to. I've never played Dungeons & Dragons in my life, and I don't have to. Uh, I do want to now because I listen to these guys. And I see how much fun they have. I think it's just really, really cool. Uh, but if you know somebody that is into comic books and likes everything comic book related, share my show, man. Shoot them a link send them something send them and you can share an iTunes episode you can share one of the videos I don't care how you do it uh but but I will say this because I had a conversation with somebody at the IndieCon uh and they were aware of the show my wife and I and actually one of my buddy's wives had a a, sh- a shirt on they took their children and they they had a blazing defender shirt on and they were like hey do you listen to that podcast? And my wife was like, uh, yeah, I listen to it. And they were like, Oh man, it's really, really good. Uh, we think he's, you know, he's entertaining and, and, you know, you could tell he loves, he loves comics. And she said, yeah. Um, do you want to meet him? And she was like, meet who? And she said the blazing defender. And she was like, do you know him? And Shannon goes like, uh, yeah, he's my husband, and he's right there. And Shannon was like, come over here. And these two chicks, they were selling these stickers. They were custom-making stickers, and they had a booth. And Shannon had already bought some stickers, and they seen her shirt. And uh, it was really cool, and they told me how much they love the show and everything, which is funny because I never see them in the chat. But y'all you know, so said, we should get in the chat. Oh, no, 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 we don't do that. And I'm like, oh, that's fine, but it's a lot of fun. You know, they 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 won't eat you alive. It's just me that to eat alive. Trust me, it's all good. So that was a really cool moment. Uh, I actually should, probably should have started out with that earlier, but I didn't. Um, but my point being is, is guys, you know, views and everything are great. Views, shares, likes, uh, subscriptions on YouTube, all that. It it leads to it leads to a revenue stream that allows me to do more stuff. That's all. That's all I really care about. Like you guys that are here every week, you know, like you know. Y'all are about it, about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, we love this shit. And we we have a conversation, and I love the chat. And I love, guys, when people are in the chat, and we can talk about these things. It's really, really cool. Uh, I give a shit about views. I give a shit about analytics. I actually had a talk with a future sponsor, and he wanted to know my analytics. And I'm like, yeah, I don't I don't know. Uh, I, can, I can look it up. I said, uh, but I'll tell you this. I bet that I probably had the fewest followers of anybody, but I was nominated for a 2017 podcasting award. What? Yeah, my fans are rabid, bro. My fans, like I said, are about it, about it. My fans are hardcore. My fans are the goddamn fucking Spartans of fans. All right, you don't fuck with them because they know what they like and they they support it. So that's my way of saying thank you. <laughs> For all the support you guys give me, for just being on the show or being being actually, you are my co-host. All of you in the chat are my co-host. So I really, really appreciate it. If you're listening on iTunes, I really appreciate that. Leave a review. You can relieve you can leave a review on Facebook. The Facebook page also um, that helps. You know, somebody goes, "Oh, it's five stars. I've never heard of it before." Oh. Comic books of Blazing Defender. Uh, you know, and I I also want to throw that out there too, guys. I'm changing the name of the show. And it's nothing gonna be drastic. I'm still gonna be the Blazing Defender, and it's probably gonna still be the Blazing Defender report. But uh SEO is like how podcasts are found or shows are found on the internet when people are searching for stuff. So comic book really needs to be in the title of my show. Me and Dennis uh uh, Robinson are are pushing or are, are talking some stuff. Me and Casey Strohs are talking. <laughs> Jimmy Jimmy Balladarius said, you better not. You better not change it. Uh, and like I said, it's going to be like the Blazing Defender Report comic book hour or Blazing Defender, the Blazing Defender comic book report. Pretty much the same, right? That's pretty cool. That's pretty, you know. So that way people can find me and we can just grow our audience and, Look, man, you guys ain't going to be the only people in the chat. You know what I mean? Like, there will be some other people in there, and there's always going to be room for you. So uh, just know that, that, you know, um, yes. And Marcos says, its you know, Marcos understands with being collector zone, uh, he understands how that SEO works. And it's constantly changing, so you got to kind of stay on top of it. But uh, you guys sharing, liking, subscribing, supporting. Um, that's the biggest thing honestly like that will push me out out there so i always appreciate it guys thank you so much for joining in this week got a lot more stuff coming up i'm gonna have some special youtube videos uh coming up they're gonna be very comic comic book centric though like as far as taking care of your comic books how to how to package them how to store them uh if you've got like something worth a lot of money how you can really invest in that and make it worth even more money uh so i've got a lot of that coming up so check out the youtube channel and turn on your notifications turn on your notifications for the blazing defender report on facebook and on youtube when i download something you get a notification it's not a big deal swipe it right off there or click on it and check it out so really cool guys thank you thank you so much uh and yes thank you marcos anything you need from us brother you know we're here yes marcos thank you so much brother I really appreciate all the support I get from Collector Zone and the Zone Comic Shop. It's fantastic. Uh, I wouldn't be able to do a lot of stuff I do without you guys, so I really appreciate it. And all of you, love you so much. Guys, remember, dude, somebody walked into YouTube headquarters and started shooting shit up, all right? Uh, I watched her YouTube videos. Uh, She was weird. But they hopefully they won't be saying about that when I get caught up in some shit. They're like, watch his YouTube videos. The dude is nuts. They should have locked him up a long time ago. Um, But yeah, world's crazy, guys. Just treat people like you would treat yourself. You're not going to go shoot yourself, so don't go shoot people. It's pretty fucking simple. Uh, You know, hold a door open for somebody. Uh, Tell somebody they look nice. Tell your wife she looks nice. Tell your buddy he looks nice. And then run away before he dick punches you. Uh, buy somebody a beer, see a veteran, give him a buck, buy him a sandwich. Um, I was in McAllister's the other day and two servicemen walked in and I bought their lunch for them. I, it's, you know, I don't do it all the time. I just felt compelled and Hey man, thanks for keeping me safe and allowing me to live in a country where I can do fucking comic book videos. Are you fucking kidding me guys? We live in the greatest country in the world. We should all act that way and pay it just a little bit forward just a little bit forward makes the world a better place so again guys thank you so much for tuning in like share subscribe hit that notification button check me out on patreon uh and with that guys i'm out of here blazing defenders out guys peace